0: Welcome to the one for the money podcast. I'm your host, Johnny West. I'm a certified financial planner and here I will teach you the tips, tricks and strategies I use to help others retire early. This is the easy button when it comes to early retirement. Everything you want or need to know is right here. I'm so glad you join us on the show. Welcome to Episode 9 of the One for the Money Podcast. Again, I'm both glad and grateful you have taken the time to listen. This episode is Part 2 of my series entitled, It's All Very Taxing, which is a summary of how income taxes work. Now, I know this may not be the most exciting topic, actually far from it. But the reason I'm sharing this with you is because you just don't pay less taxes by accident, but rather it's a result of being proactive in your approach and executing strategies over the course of many years. But in order to be able to execute these strategies, you need to have a general understanding of taxes, which I will further provide in today's show. Also, be sure to listen to the end because in the tips, tricks, and strategies section, I'll share an additional way to generate tax free income for business owners using their primary residence. I hope you find this helpful. Now, on with the show. In episode eight, I share the stages your income will go through prior to taxes being applied. As a reminder, A person may have multiple sources of income. This could include wages from a job or income received from a rental property that they own. It could also include alimony received or royalties or even interest received on money in the bank. All of this income you receive in totality is called your gross income. And you don't owe taxes on that entire amount provided you make certain adjustments. Examples of these adjustments would include IRA or retirement plan contributions. It would also include health savings account contributions. Now, once you make these adjustments, it's called adjusted gross income. And taxes aren't applied to that amount either. Instead, it goes through one more stage called the deduction phase. And there's either the standard deduction or the itemized deduction. For further information on adjustments and these deductions and ways that you can utilize them to lower the taxes you pay, I would encourage you to listen to episode eight. Now, once your income goes through the adjustments and through the deductions, there is a remaining amount of income that will be taxed. Now, here in America, when you earn more income, You don't just pay a higher dollar amount of taxes, you also pay a higher percentage of your income as well. This is what is called a progressive tax code and tax rates range between 10 and 37%. Now, if we had a flat tax code of 10%, doesn't that sound dreamy? Let's say a person had $100,000 of taxable income and another person had a million dollars of taxable income. Well, if the tax rate was 10% for both persons, person A who earned 100,000 would pay $10,000 in taxes and person B would pay $100,000 of taxes, which is 10% of a million. However, that's not how it actually works because different levels of income are taxed at higher rates. Under current tax law, portions of a person's income are taxed at 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37%. And those are the federal tax rates. State tax rates are different. Now, each one of these levels is called your tax bracket or marginal tax rate. Not the most self-explanatory terms, but that's what they call them. Now, let me explain how these work. Let's say a really successful couple has a million dollars of taxable income after all the adjustments and deductions. Now, a portion of that couple's income would be taxed at 10%. Some would be taxed at 12, 22, 24, 32, and finally 37%. Since you are paying different percentages on different amounts of income, you will have an overall average tax rate that you would pay. This is what is called your effective tax rate. Again, using the term average would be more self-explanatory, but that's what they apply to these terms. Now, why is that important? As I've explained on this podcast previously, you want to pay taxes when it's to your advantage. And this is especially true with retirement accounts because you only pay taxes once. You will want to choose the best time for you to do so. So if you are in a lower income tax bracket and your rate is lower, then you'll want to pay taxes then. Now, if you're in a lower income tax bracket now and expect to be in a higher one in retirement, that's especially when you'll want to pay taxes. Now, this could occur for people who are early in their career or who are semi-retired who have a reduced amount of income. Now, if you are in a higher tax bracket now, then you are going to be in retirement, then you'll want to defer taxes by making contributions that will be taxed later. Let me explain using a couple of examples. For children of clients, I help them start Roth IRAs. And that's because they're very early in their careers, their income is lower, they'll want to pay their taxes now, so they'll never have to pay taxes on these dollars again. And so we contribute to Roth IRAs. In an earlier episode, I talked about kid Roths and these are a great way for kids to put away money for retirement using earned income and to never having to pay taxes on those. Now, for clients that I have that are retiring in their mid-50s and who may have a pension that starts at age 65, they're going to have a higher income in retirement because of that pension, and then also when they have their required minimum distributions from retirement accounts. So, over the years prior to their pension beginning, we'll do what's called Roth conversions and we'll convert a portion of their traditional IRA from a pre tax basis to a Roth. Now, that sounds a little bit complicated, and we're using the tax brackets but I'll explain that in a future episode because Roth conversions are a powerful way for you to lower the amount of taxes that you will pay. Now, example of clients who will want to wait to pay their taxes later, I have some clients that earn income in the high six figures and low seven figures. They're making between 700000 and a million dollars. And as I explained in episode seven, I've established what's called a personal pension plan and they can put away over three to $400,000 away on a pre-tax basis. That would be income that would normally be taxed at the 37%. But by putting it into a retirement account, they're going to be drawing that out likely at a lower rate, say at 22 or 24% in retirement. And just by that adjustment, we're going to be saving them about 13 to 15% in tax rates. Those are ways in which we can use the brackets to our advantage to lower your taxes. As always, I really hope you found this helpful. When I sit down with clients or anyone interested in being clients, I always review their investments, I review their tax return, and we go over tax mitigation strategies. We also go over their estate plans as well. And taxes are a real focus of ours because it's a key area where I can deliver significant value to clients by being proactive. Now, if you or your planner are not considering taxes as a key component of your ability to build wealth and retire early, Well, feel free to schedule a free initial meeting with me via my betterplanningbetterlife.com website. Now on to the tips, tricks, and strategies section of the podcast. Welcome to the tips, tricks, and strategies portion of the podcast. Today's tip is a continuation of the tip from episode eight regarding generating tax-free income using your primary residence. For those that haven't listened to episode eight, let me review this strategy briefly. This strategy is commonly referred to as the Augusta rule, as it was originally created to protect the residents of Augusta, Georgia, who would rent out their homes to attendees of the annual Masters Golf Tournament. That is the tournament where the winner receives a green jacket. Now, why would owners of multi multi multi-million dollar houses need to be have their income protected well it's the golden rule he who has the gold makes the rules right but the good news is is that all of us can benefit from this provision in the tax code the section is 280a of the irs tax code and it allows all homeowners to rent out their primary residence for up to 14 days per year without needing to report the rental income on their individual tax return. Pretty remarkable. In the previous episode, I shared how you could rent out your place for $250 a night, and that would be $3,500 tax-free that you could get each year. So that would be great. Of course, the only caveat is to see if your spouse is willing to rent out your place to strangers. And I already checked with my wife and it was a no-go, sadly, because I figured I'm going on a trip somewhere and I could be subsidized by someone staying in our house. But my wife wouldn't really enjoy the trip thinking about what could be possibly happening In our home. Totally get that, right? But if you can, all the power to you. Now, you can rent your house to individuals looking to stay on a vacation, or you could rent to a business owner who intends to use it for business purposes, such as a retreat or like a monthly board meeting. But what if you are the business owner and the owner of the home? Could you really rent your home to your business? The answer is yes. Employing the Augusta Rule can be an effective strategy for moving income away from your business and shifting it to personal income where there would be no tax consequence. For example, as a business owner, you host a monthly meeting with your board of directors. Under the Augusta Rule, your business can pay you a reasonable amount to rent your house to conduct the once-per-month meetings. Provided that the total rental period doesn't exceed 14 days and the rent charge is reasonable, your business is able to deduct the rent payment on the business tax return and you won't have to report this as income on your personal taxes. Absolutely remarkable. Really powerful stuff. Thank you for listening. And again, I hope you found this helpful. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that no one builds wealth by accident. If you want to learn more about how to build wealth to retire early, head on over to my website at betterplanningbetterlife.com. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risks, including possible loss of principal. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Johnny West is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.